Welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. This podcast is a safe space designed to inspire and empower women of color to take personal responsibility in their health and mental wellness. So ladies, sit back and enjoy. This is our space. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of Soul by the Pound podcast. I am so excited about this conversation today. (laughs) I have the lovely Amber Simon. Hey, Amber. Hey, girl. Hey. How y'all doing? (laughs) All right. All right. I'm so happy. Wait, let me tell you, uh, when I was getting excited for this episode, I was like, the first thing I'm going to say is, let's talk about sex, baby. I I was so anxious to say this because I remember trouble for singing that song in like elementary school oh, yeah. on the radio. So <laughs> I have, to have this conversation with you as I tease a little bit about what we're talking about today. Absolutely. And yes. So my favorite part, of this, one of my favorite parts of this podcast is to brag on our guests. So do you mind if I kick it off with your bio? Please do. Brag, honey. Okay. <laughs> So Amber has spent many years as an HR executive and volunteering with nonprofit boards. Amber finally decided it is time to invest her passion and create the Pink Cookie Shop. Her wish is that everyone will have a safe space to ask the difficult questions about all things that lead to a beautiful sex life and healthy, intimate relationships. Through the Pink Cookie Shop, Amber helps to provide a resource for exploring sexuality in a safe and inclusive way. She is dedicated she is dedicated to empowering people of color, especially women, and helping them explore their sexuality in a positive way. Amber believes that everyone deserves to feel empowered and supported when it comes to their sexual exploration. Her ultimate mission is for the Pink Cookie Shop to become the premier source for sex education and resource around the world. Amber continually strives to be a leader for sexual diversity and inclusion, and she's committed to creating safe spaces for all people by breaking down taboos that prevent individuals from expressing themselves. With her ever-growing community and amazing supporters and collaborators, Amber has made big strides in the world of sex education. She welcomes everyone to explore with the Pink Cookie Shop. Welcome, Amber! <laughs> hey, thank you. What an introduction. I appreciate it. Yeah, what a bio. And wait, before we start, because I want to get to the first question about how you decided to do this work, but first of all, I need to know how you came up with the name. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So I I wish it had a bigger beginning, but I'll just be honest. I love the color pink. I wear pink often. I wear it almost every day. <laughs> Although I, I do have other colors in my wardrobe. So the pink part was easy. And then as I was sitting up one night, I probably had had a far too many to drink that evening, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what are some cute ways that I could disguise saying vagina? I can't say pussy all the time. So <laughs> how can I say this and have it be fun and catchy that people would remember? And I said, I my cookie, the cookie, right? Yeah. So the pink, and you know, it just happened to work together, the pink cookie. And then I thought, well, 
you know, I want there to be an element of community and we're just all at the shop. We're talking whatever shop you want to make it. It can be a boutique. It could be a hair shop. But this is the practical way that we can all sit around and talk about sex. So I thought the pink cookie shop is fun. It's a nice little play on words, but it's, it's, it's sexy. It's cute. So that's where it came from. It's literally the cutest name. <laughs> I um actually was, I was on a treadmill and I was going through like black women's health, black women's health, just looking at it uh-huh. on, um, on Instagram. And then I saw your page and I'm like, one, I've never seen something like this before. And uh-huh. then two, um, the name was so cute. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to reach out. So I'm so happy you were able to get on the line and really bring to our listeners such an amazing project. And I'm so what inspired you really to do this type of work? Yeah, um, I'll be transparent. I'm probably a little too transparent sometimes, but um, I was in a relationship for ooh almost 20 years. <laughs> I'm not a spring chicken. Um, So I was in this relationship almost 20 years. And during that relationship, I never had an orgasm. But I will also say I was very immature sexually. So in that relationship, um, I think my expectations were pretty low in terms of the role that my pleasure plays in the activities of sex, right? And so during that time, I I remember having a conversation with my partner and telling him, hey, I've never had an orgasm. And, And I don't blame him for this because we were both immature. We were both really young and we both were just having sex, right? And His response was, oh, my God, like, what are you going to do about that? And it just kind of like, you know, that needle on the record. (laughs) It just stopped me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just stopped me. And it made me think, like, I feel like you should play a role in this. And that moment really stood out for me. And it always stuck with me. And when that relationship ended and I was able to step away and I started enjoying sex and learning about sex and studying about sex and asking questions, asking my friends questions, asking my sisters who we grew up and never really talked about sex. I guess we weren't that tr- that open family in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I realized, hey, I'm, I'm not alone in this. And mm-hmm. I had really good parents who did the best they knew to do, but we were black Catholics. And so talking about sex at home in that capacity, in any capacity that it matters, your orgasm matters, maybe not, maybe not in that depth, but you know, there's lines of respect, there's boundaries. We just didn't talk about it. And, um, as I got older, I realized, Hey, I'm not alone in this. And looking at my sisterhood and talking to my girlfriends, they're like, Oh yeah, girl. I mean, I don't, I don't always orgasm. I don't always. And I realized, okay, there's a space here for us in a real practical way. I can give you all the facts, but in the most practical way possible, let's talk about things that we wonder about that we don't necessarily have the answers to. And who do we ask when we're 43 years old? Who do we ask when we're 35? I think my generation is just on that edge there of, being able to have these conversations. And so for me, that's what the pink cookie shop was born out of. Like, look, 
I was in my 20s and I was wilding and I was having sex. That's what I was doing with my partner, right? But at that time, it was just having sex. There was no depth to it. Even though I had been with this person for years, we were just far too immature, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I I think the Pink Cookie Shop was born of really a life journey and getting to a place of saying, look, I'm going to talk about it. Nobody else does, I will. It's fascinating, and I definitely was so excited to have this conversation because uh-huh. I think, um, when I first of all, I think I know we all have pretty much as black women have grown up with the taboo where you just don't talk about it. Uh-huh. I think in general, like you just are not taught to talk about it, right? And when I think about um, health and wellness, and when it comes to the black women, and when it comes to Soul by the Power in this podcast definitely these are conversations that we're not having that need to be had and there's no way like you know um a couple episodes back we interviewed someone as they talked about uh fibroids okay how like fibroids we think it's just a personal journey but we forget if you're like that can affect your love life for three (laughs) and four weeks or months at a time Absolutely. Hey, I'm a fibroid girl myself. So okay, okay. I get it. I absolutely get it. So you're right. You know, when we don't have these spaces or we don't know where those spaces are, maybe those spaces exist. Right. But I feel like we need enough. And for me, I know, I think I was telling you this earlier. It, it really matters to me to have visualizations of, and I, I don't care. I have my, my pink cookie shop audience is very mixed. I can't say I have more African-American followers than I have white, Hispanic. All are welcome here. But what I want and what's important to me and what you'll see a lot of on my page, which I just didn't see a lot growing up, I want consistent representations of Black people having beautiful intimacy, right? And for me, it's everything is consenting. It has to be consenting. It will be consenting. But I, it was so important to me because of how I grew up and, and all the references I was looking at, even when I was young, picking at porn, right? When that happened, it wasn't us. And it wasn't us in a healthy representation. And so um, on my page, it's I mean, you, you'll probably very seldom see others, but that is not because we don't love you and don't appreciate you. In fact, I thank you for your, your, your audienceship right? And following and supporting the pink cookie shop. But it is important to me to to put that message forward and for others to see that we are intimate beings just as much. And let's not necessarily fetishize Black people, but we are true sexual beings who have our own intimate desires, wants, and needs. And maybe I'll catch a girl who was like me and she's like, oh, okay. I see this. (laughs) Let me get my education on. No, absolutely. And I'm glad that you touched on that because of the not being fetishes, because Uh I think so long, that's that's where we see Black women images. Right. um, We see us either as fetishes or something as like, like it's not, so it kind of makes you bashful. I actually saw a meme, speaking of this, uh-huh. that said, like, stop calling young Black girls fast. Like, we are immediately, like, right. the connotation is, like, embarrassing more than embracing. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing I love that I think, I know, I'm so, I have to really get out of it. I have to say that. Yeah. Thing, but, but it's a, it's ingrained in us. It's just like, girl, I'm not even going to get into it, but it's how I feel about when I hear men say female. It's never yes. in a positive space. <laughs> 
Ver- yeah. I'm female what? Female leopard, female frog, female dog. You've got to be specific. A female goes across species, my friend. Like female yes. drives me yes. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, but one thing I love that you put on your page is not just the education part, part of things like, okay, I think you had one time, like, if you experience pain here or, you know, yeah. I think one of them is also confidence building as well for your audience. And Absolutely. Tell me, and because this, I always bring it back to Black women because that's who this podcast is for, but tell me something that you think that Black women really need to hear when it comes to sexual education and yeah. all these uh, teachings that you provide with the pink cookie. You know, I have to go back on my own experience and I will say this just kind of based on how, and I am collectively making a collective statement right now. So don't come for me, (laughs) y'all. But (laughs) traditionally, the way that we are raised, I think it's very early in the game as young girls. There's two things twofold that stand out for me. It's slut shaming. We do Mm -hmm. it the worst to each other. And the reality is if we all own it, then we all can have a good time, you know, with safety and consensualness, all those good things, right? But the other piece of it, I think for me is really being able to, in terms of what are those sex education things you should know, you should walk away with. And that is for me, ultimately, being able to set your own boundaries and stick to them, understand what you are willing to do in terms of your links of consequences and execute those, right? And, and I feel like for me, I learned that way too late in life. Wow. Way okay. too late in life. And when I did finally plug that element in, I think it covered an umbrella of all those things that keep us safe in intimate encounters, right? In terms of, hey, I will regularly STI test. I will bring condoms to the moment, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I will keep my own lube. I will not have to explain why I have my own lube <laughs> to whomever this person is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I will protect myself. If somebody says to me, oh, I was tested, I'm clean. Oh, okay, well, that's great. We can go together and we can show each other our results. I'm not just taking your word for it. I'm being responsible for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for me and, and those two things, ultimately umbrella and give you the, if you can walk away with anything thought process. And I just want you to be educated. I want you to have the right information and be curious enough to go seek it on your own. Absolutely. You know, it's so funny. I can literally draw like a a thread between (laughs) all of our episodes and so much from some of the pound episodes have been like about weight loss, about mental health, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And here we have something like sex education where I'm like, we don't talk about it, it's taboo. But literally there is a string we could tie, like what you said, those two things that we need to know is, yeah. you know, sticking to our boundaries. That all goes into your mental health. Absolutely. And also, health if we're just out here rampant. So I'm glad that you really mm-hmm. put it just on that. Thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. I always say I... I am the new modern feminist. I don't think feminist is a bad word either. Maybe I'll be on my soapbox about that. But I just think that we are capable. We are so capable. Mm -hmm. So it is our responsibility to take care of us. And those two things I feel like are the umbrella of all those things that we need to be doing to take care of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm writing this down, take care of us. Because I really feel like we forget that part of aspect of like, when we talk about self-care mm-hmm. or we talk about journaling and fitness, like, okay, and this is good too. You know what I mean? Like we don't, it's like always so tabloid. I'm in a mastermind 
uh, every Wednesday night. Well, we had to turn in every morning. We sent over our schedule. Uh-huh. Tiffany, we sent over our schedule for the whole day. And she's always like, okay, these, these women is called a six figure self love program. Uh-huh. And we sent over our schedule. And I'm like, I just noticed that every time we sit over our schedule, is anyone writing their sex? Like, <laughs> our journal, we write, like, I know my schedule every morning is starting off on yes. my journal, every single morning, right? Uh-huh. And then I'm putting down work or whatever. And then I remember my coach was like, in the other mastermind, she was like, well, what are you putting down for joy? And I'm like, actually, right. reading, reading is my joy. But then I was like, I'm like, wait, what does everybody put on their schedule? Like, is right. no one- that's right. That's right. What it looks like for you, you know, like mm-hmm. why this is part of someone's joy. So why are we discounting this part? So yeah, you got included. <laughs> I, hey, honey, I am a firm believer in self care. People that <laughs> my close friends and family, they know, like Amber, and, and and this is a journey, right? This is not a shaming moment. It's a journey. Again, I am forty three years old, and it took me this time to get to this place that said, "Oh no, you're not gonna kill me." You're not going to kill me. Like, I, I am going to have a wonderful bath. I am going to make my own picnic. See y'all later and take yep. myself to the park. I am going to get on a plane and put miles on my membership cards. I'm going to do all that, right? And and I always like to point out to y'all pay your bills. Pay, please pay your bills. But take care of you on the level that you can take care of you. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, it's reflective in everything. Right. Like, how do I have an orgasm? And I'm worried over here about X, Y and Z. Right. And I just want what I want more women to get that message. And I want fellas to get that message too. like handle your business. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Handle your business. We live in this weird time of like flossing in front. And <laughs> right. Let's have a moment of clarity. <laughs> Let's have a moment of clarity. Cause you know, what's sexy is somebody who's got it together. <laughs> so that's what's sexy. You don't have to be perfect. None of us are perfect. Right. But take taking care of you is carving up that time to say, these are the things that are important to me and that are refreshing to me. Absolutely. I love that. You kind of touched a little bit on this, but uh-huh. I still want to go over this question. What is one thing you wish you knew earlier? Like, I know you said it in the um, in regards to like your first relationship uh-huh. and on this, but what is one thing like in this journey of creating the pink cookie shop? What is one thing you wish you knew earlier? Like, whether it's from your own journey or just helping your community? Yeah. Um, what I wish I knew earlier. One of the things. I wish I knew earlier is, I know this sounds cliched and I did touch on this earlier, but not feeling alone, right? Mm-hmm. When when you are that person who's sitting here like, I hear about people talking about orgasms all the time. And I mean, when I have sex, it feels good, but I don't think I'm having one of those moments that I'm like, oh boy, yeah. You know, like to myself, I was like, what is that? Maybe orgasms are that thing like, it's like a myth that, but everybody says they're doing it, but they're really not (laughs) (laughs) because I wasn't getting any. And to be clear at that time, I didn't masturbate. And so for me, I didn't even experience that in a space by myself to say, okay, I know that I'm, I'm capable, right? Cause we know that some of our sisters out here are, are physiologically incapable. And those are, there's reasons for that. Right. But for me, 
I, I didn't even know that it was real and it was actually possible. And so I think I was sexually timid and I know I was sexually timid. And when it came to being comfortable and asking my sisters, my sisterhood, my aunts, my cousins, and in terms of asking any of those people that I should feel safe speaking to, I just didn't because it was like, they're going to laugh or they're going to think I'm nuts. Or I just, I thought I was alone in it. And so for me, it, again, informing the pink cookie, it was so important to take a practical, relatable approach. If you're on my Instagram page, you, when I record a video or something for the page, it's full of mistakes. <laughs> and I just let it go because I'm like, real people are not perfect, right? Exactly. I, I want to be relatable. I want people to say, oh my gosh, she's ridiculous. Her Monday dance was not cool. But, <laughs> but this, is, this is how most of us actually live our lives inside of our homes when the cameras aren't on and we're not recording things, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that was important to me to bring that element to other people. And I recognize and when I first started the pink cookie shop, I was strictly like, I don't want to include men. I don't want to give information about them. This is for the girls. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And so another thing that I wish I knew before was you really do have to add that other element. Right. So no matter your gender identi identification, we know we've got male and female in this absolute space. Right. And so for me, it was, well, I really do need to speak on this piece. Right. And I don't dive into the other realm of that in terms of, um, our binary friends, our androgynous friends, whatever, wherever you fall in the alphabet. Right. I don't necessarily cover that in detail because I don't, I don't know that space. Right. Mm -hmm. But I do know that for myself, and so I guess this was the selfish piece of the pink cookie shop. Um, I wanted to speak to women who, who identified with my particular struggles, right? And I couldn't do that without bringing the male, the male aspect into it, right? I wanted, I wanted to create that space and say, we may not focus on you guys 100% of the time or even 90% of the time, but I recognize your wellness affects my own as well. So... I wish when I had started the pink cookie, I had that understanding at the time, but with everything, there's evolution and we learn. Absolutely. And I think I'm number one, I'm so happy that you niched it so that it can target women, but then also incorporated men. So we know it does all go. Right. <laughs> right. Right. We can address one without, because one person could literally go through all of this education and be liberated. And then with someone else who's not, then definitely, you know, like we absolutely. have to Absolutely. 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 That's why I did my female sex anatomy, bedroom tips and tricks class. I, I started with only speaking to women, right? And then I quickly realized I need a class for the guys. <laughs> and I will tell you that, I have had more men download and complete that class than I've had women. And wow. I find it so fascinating because they're interested. They want to know. And so I, I want to at least say, hey, look, I'm going to give you a chance to get the surface. If you need some more, I got you. But at least start here. Start with this female sex anatomy, bedroom tips and tricks. And I tell you, the, the female sex anatomy, I mean, we've got 
it, it, it's very straightforward, scientific, <laughs> and it's nothing. It's nothing sexy. I can tell you that it is true female <laughs> sex anatomy. And science class. Yeah, you know, you're in human biology back in high school. You know, so all this to say. They're, they're tuned in, they're listening, they're asking thoughtful questions. And that's how I know that, hey, you know what, Amber, you, you really do need to give love to the other half because they're hungry for the knowledge. And if you're in this space that I am existing in, you want them to be on the same level too. <laughs> that makes me happy. Okay, fellas. Yes, 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 they are doing right. They're coming through. So that is good to know. What kind of programs do you offer at for those listeners who are? Because I'm sure that we might have some that are unfamiliar, or some that are very yeah, familiar. absolutely. What, what are the courses? What are the, some of the things that you offer so that these conversations are not only easier, but these people are building more confidence when it comes to getting involved with the uh, the pink cookie shop? Yeah, sure. So right now, you can download our female sex anatomy bedroom tips and tricks class straight from our Instagram link, which is at the pink underscore cookie. Um, but I have been diligently killing myself working on two classes that I am praying I can have available by the end of this week, you guys. And so one is the start of a dating with dignity series. And in that dating with dignity series, yes, baby, it's been requested and I wanted to deliver it in more than just an hour. And so there is a mini course with a workbook that goes with it. And I am going to start a cohort. So we are going to hold each other accountable for six months. So you'll go through the course and we will meet as a cohort twice a month. And we'll work through the work that you go through in the course for the Dating with Dignity. And as the series comes out, so there's a, it goes in a series of four. And when those four series come out, they'll be released to the cohort. The cohort can finish those courses. We'll meet and discuss it. So that's another one that's coming out this week. Oh, that is really good. Yeah, okay. yeah. We get a lot of questions about dating. And I said, oh, there's more than just dating. It's dating with dignity, okay? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And our second class that's coming out is solo sex. And so that'll all be this week. Um and so we've also got coming down later, we've got retreats coming up. So we've got a lot. So I tell you, you should absolutely sign up on www.pink-cookie.com so that you can get our newsletter and find out what's going on with us all the time. We've got a lot of stuff going on. So it takes me a while to get the courses out, but I think we're going to have one, two, three, four solid ones by the end of this week, you guys. So thanks oh, for sticking nice. Yeah. And then you can also book private classes and you can book private coaching. So my, my favorite is certainly the private coaching. So if you guys feel like you've got a series of questions and I, and by coaching, I mean certified life coach. So if you guys are looking for that, the pink cookie shop also offers that as well. So um, I'm, I'm happy, happy, happy to help guide you guys on whatever journey you're embarking upon. I love this. So you are providing the education, yes. the basic education, so you all can get down to the anatomy, the science of it. Mm -hmm. Then you are going to take them from learning the science to dating with dignity. So you just now they're wasting all this good, useful there information. There you go. There you go. Put it to use. <laughs> I am boom. If you need a little bit more help, we got the uh, private coaching. So you I got it. <laughs> you got it, girl. You got it. We are the whole kit and caboodle. So we want everybody 
to feel comfortable. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, for me, it was in having conversations with one of my girlfriend's husbands, and he was saying, you know, she's just not comfortable attending your classes. And I said, oh, they're all downloadable now. But what if she has questions? I'm like, okay, you're right. And so that's where the coaching piece of it came from. So yeah, because okay. sometimes we need a little, little more in private. Yeah. And I think sometimes people can be bashful about whatever, whatever is going on with them with that. But I definitely think, I'm so glad we had this conversation because I, <laughs> I personally don't really talk about sex often, but mm-hmm. I think it's a conversation that needs to be had when it comes to our personal health and wellness. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, and, and I encourage you, I tell people all the time, if you... Oh, this is, oh, I am not going to get on my soapbox, but, you know, I will just put it bluntly. If you could put somebody else's private parts in your mouth, I need you to be able to able to open that mouth and ask some questions, <laughs> set some boundaries and communicate wants, needs and desires. Right. And so I think that's the space we need to get comfortable in because I like, hold on now, you just have my whole vagina part in your mouth, but you can't have this conversation with me. So I no. I, I need everybody to know that this is totally fine <laughs> and to have those conversations and watch the evolution, watch the evolution. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. You know, in the recent uh, conversation, we were saying like, this is the year that black women take up space and I believe yes. needs to be done in our personal lives as well. So like, Absolutely. Make noise. Yes. Make noise. <laughs> jobs demanding and entrepreneurship and yes. education. And it definitely needs to be, we need to be loud and take up some space in our personal lives as well. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is. Be rowdy. I used to be quiet. Nah, that's not true. I've never been like really quiet, but I used to not really speak my mind in some spaces. And then I figured I'm the only one losing in that space. So now I say yeah. whatever I feel like I need to say. And if you don't love what I just said, if you don't want it in your life, you have the opportunity to make that choice. Right. Absolutely. So, but everybody has that. And I think far too often women, we just acquiesce to what we think others need from us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's that super, super woman quote where we're just solving everyone else's problems. There it is. There it is. Solve, solve yours first. And, and, and reach back and help somebody else, but solve yours first. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. Now. Here's another favorite part of the show for me is our soul star tip. So we call our members um, the com- of the community of Soul by the Pound and our mm-hmm. the podcast Soul Stars. So the soul star tip, we try to give this out at the end of every episode. So I'm asking you for the soul star tip for this episode. Now the soul star tip is gen- generally it is an action item that our listeners can take immediately after listening to your um, listening to your interview. Okay. So mm. what is All that right. soul tip you will give our listeners? An immediate action item. Hmm. I would say, and I'm going to stretch the definition a bit because I preach this so much, but I want you to list your boundaries, your hard no's, your absolute yeses, and your negotiables. Because I think if you can do that, and and that's an evolutionary list, right? The list is not going to be stagnant and it shouldn't be stagnant. 
but you should literally physically write those things out as many as you can think of. So go back. You said list of boundaries. Mm-hmm. List your boundaries. So your absolute nevers, your mm-hmm. yes, yes, yeses, <laughs> and your negotiables. I don't like that. And I think if you are able to, to do those things, then you are living with principle. You've got things that, hey, I will never, I will never enjoy anal sex. That is not for me. I don't like it. I've tried it. It's not for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is on my never list. And I feel like if I can say that, I now own that. And it should be easier for me to communicate because for the pink cookie shop, it is the reminder that everybody's nut matters. <laughs> right? Everybody's not matters. So everybody should enjoy what's happening. So for me, it is, if you can say my nevers, then I know that I'm going to, I'm going to have an experience that doesn't compromise my boundaries, right? If I know what my yeses are, I can communicate those. Baby, you really want to get me there? This is what you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if they're not doing it. So the yeses, Yep, that's fulfilling. That puts me on the checklist of my nut matters. And my negotiables, those are the things that I could be curious about, right? Those are the things that I'm going to put on my sex bucket list for 2023, and I'm going to knock them down as the year goes by, right? Those are the ones that I can negotiate. Those are the things that if my partner, partners, however you're living your life, comes to me and says, I want to try... I don't know, tying you up tonight. Is that on my never list or is that on my yes list or is that on my "Mm, I've been curious list? Let's talk about it, right? So I think if everybody takes that away and uses that, then you're at a place in your life where you've got a pretty firm foundation and you really can say you've kicked off your journey to absolute sexual wellness, right? Because all those other things. And I think you should also put on your list. This is universal for everybody. If you know for a fact that you're in a monogamous, safe relationship, and wow, that's amazing. If you know that a hundred percent for a fact, then don't listen to me on this, but everyone should be STI testing in a regular frequency, whatever works for you, what makes sense for you, depending upon how your life works, but take that away test and protect yourself. And I don't care what the, what the, what your partner may say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I cheated and gave you two. <laughs> no, these are both two. These are really good. And I think that once people write this list, it's going to ease down confusion. It's going to yeah. go back to the dating with dignity because mm-hmm. he, by, he or she, whoever people yep. prefer, prefer, someone might show up looking like the never ever ever list that you might be like oh okay well they cute uh-huh. it's super nice and you can bring it back to the no that was on my absolutely no list or mm-hmm. even just having the ability to say yes this is what i do like absolutely yes, more of and not yep. be fearful of speaking it out so yep. i think it gives you more conviction right yeah. if, I, if i can write it if i can verbalize it then i, I absolutely own that Absolutely. So much. And you talk a lot about this on your page about confidence building. And this Uh all, these are all the tools. Absolutely. (laughs) That's right. 
you've got to love, I mean, this is, is not lip service. And I think it takes a while of practicing it to really get it. But you really do have to love yourself in a space that's like, oh, no. You're not going to give me y'all heebie-jeebies. I need you to yeah. get tested, <laughs> right? Like, no, like I am far too amazing for that. No, you don't get to do that to me. And this is not a shaming moment, right? Everybody has had those moments where, wow, I did not think this was going to happen or this happened or this played out in this way, right? Mm-hmm. But I think overall overreaching moment when you've got control over the situation Oh, love yourself enough to protect yourself. Yeah. <laughs> love it yeah. enough. Love you, yeah. love it, love her, your body parts, all those things enough to be like, mm, yeah, no. Mm-mm. This was some sex education, child. Because <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to like everything like about this. Oh gosh, this is good. Yeah. I'm like writing notes. That's another one of my gems. I like to take in some of these quotable moments because I think we underestimate all of these many, many components that make (laughs) a woman. Yeah. But you got to hear them and and actually apply, right? We can all talk about it. Not just amen them, but actually, you know, application. There it is. There it is. Thank you, Amber. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Because that was a great. so by the pound tip you gave, so sorry to hey, you. I'm glad yeah. you appreciated it. I, I don't know. I think that's it. And I, my inbox is open. I'm, I probably have a little bit of a, a response issue. I love to respond. I love to hear from you guys. I love to hear from people. So if you've got any questions, by all means, feel free to reach out on Instagram. You can reach out on TikTok. You can reach out in my email. It's amberjoy at pink-cookie.com. Um, I want to hear from you. Talk to me. Thank you, Amber. Absolutely. I will be sure to include all your website as well as <laughs> the social media when this episode goes live. And I thank you so much for sharing this education with our listeners. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. No problem. My pleasure. Thank you to all of our soul stars that are listening. Hope you are getting your pen and paper out, ready to write that list of boundaries. And remember <laughs> on social media. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.